0: From beanies to carry bags and from shoes to caps. Browse our shop now at TNTradio.live. live.
1: Morich on today's News Talk Radio TNT. All right. It's Taco Tuesday, but I had Mexican ribs uh, for lunch instead of tacos. So I'm breaking the rules here. All right. I hope everyone is doing good. We have Terry Wolf coming on first hour from uh, Canada and Lynn Taylor will be back common core diva to continue our discussion on North American Union stuff and uh the quote of the day for me I pulled from John Robb of the global guerrilla report global guerrillas report who says the danger of secretly arming Taiwan to the teeth as we have been doing is that it radically increases the chance of invasion in the near term before it becomes more costly to do so for China Xi Jinping has touched down in San Francisco San Francisco received by American psycho Gavin Newsom so that's going on and uh I guess for me one of the biggest stories uh, today is basically I- I'm gonna rewrite the headline here in my head basically raped by the UN Here's a couple hundred bucks and you're on your way. Internal documents show the World Homicide Organization, WHO, paid sexual abuse victims in Congo $250 each. So you get raped by United Nations staff and you get 250 bucks and you're on your merry uh, way. Uh, I mean, this is the UN raping people and they call us crazy for not wanting to relinquish our individual autonomy and individual sovereignty and national sovereignty to the rapist UN imagine what you know what they would do to us if they had full control I don't even want to imagine this is absolutely crazy and and this the way this Associated Press article is written it's so convoluted I had to read it like two or three times I'm like what are they trying to say and they're using such complex convoluted language. just it's like they're trying to avoid uh outright saying yeah UN staff raped women uh and you know uh, it says they always use the term sexually abused and um women had to you know uh have relations with who staff to get ahead and you know that was one thing When I uh, finished, when I was studying in Geneva at the Geneva School of Diplomacy around uh, all of these NGOs, IGOs, WHO, WTO, UN, one of the things that us as young students kind of learned, heard, um, was that you had to kind of do favors to get ahead. There was one female, um, let's say, student that I knew that I had heard that this person... uh, did one of these favors to get a job at you know the UN or or some embassy somewhere these are the rulers of the world (laughs) these are our diplomats and ambassadors absolutely crazy and then the the, the, Tedros the terrorist comes out yesterday you know with the dis uh, disinformation conspiracy stuff trust us we rape people and we sterilize them against their will like the WHO in Peru in the 1990s sterilized 100,000 women without telling them but hey you know let them rule over us absolutely crazy um uh, a report from Fox on this new book called controlling arcs on it examines how tech giants like Bill Gates are monopolizing the nation's food supply so that looks like a book I would like. Uh, to read that it exposes the billionaire class uh, and how Bill Gates and company are investing in patented fertilizers fake meat and U.S. farmland and aren't even saving the planet but enriching his and their bank accounts a a little bit of good news here if you recall I've been having Gabe of Libre Solutions on recently uh, cyber security expert we're talking about this today the EU Parliament's committee rejects mass scanning of private and encrypted communications members of the European Parliament's civil liberties committee voted against attempts from EU home affairs officials to roll out mass scanning of private and encrypted messages across Europe what they were trying to do was use this fake this false flag pretext of child pornography saying you know this bad stuff is child pornography we need to be able to read all of your telegram and signal and WhatsApp messages um and your emails because you know child pornography and stuff Uh, absolutely crazy and so for now this was pushed back but you know for sure that I mean these are the types of people at the UN who rape uh people and um force force sterilize them they're gonna be back so don't let your guards down David Cameron who served as the British Prime Minister from 2010 to 2016. uh he's back as the new foreign minister meet the new boss same as the old boss so just uh, what, what can I tell you it's one big club and you're not in it we're not in it and uh what do you know Italy proposes that NATO take over the administration of Gaza after the war fantastic idea I I've been telling you NATO wants to be the one world army for the one world government of the rapist UN so um yeah let, let NATO just administer Gaza the, the the world army um that's not even in North Atlantic really is it kind of I don't know uh uh, uh anyways all right at TNT radio we never go home we're committed to bringing you our take on the biggest topics of our time we broadcast live 24/7 online globally no matter what uh you know until they force us to log on to the internet with our Digital IDs. But until then, we've got you covered on TNT Radio.
2: Be a part of the conversation. I want representation I can trust. Have
0: your say. Biden isn't doing enough.
3: This is today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: During a television appearance on November 14th, former UN ambassador and 2024 presidential hopeful, uh, I'll, I'll call her a nope, nopeful, Nikki Haley called for an end to anonymity on social media here with the story joining me now is TNT radio news producer Adam Clark a.k.a Ruckus
4: thanks hey, for you know not only is she those things not only is she the uh the former UN ambassador uh not thanks hey, you know not only is she those things not only is she the uh the former UN ambassador uh not only is she a hopeless I mean oh sorry hopeful 2024 candidate uh she's also the former south carolina governor she's she's had many titles uh but she's certainly hoping to wear the ultimate title now isn't she but uh to that end i suppose she's making the rounds uh saying some things and uh what she has to say her new proposal this protocol it's a it's just a wee bit orwellian we might say (laughs) so uh she was fielding questions from voters on Fox News' The Faulkner Focus, which is hosted by Harris Faulkner. And she said, quote, every person on social media should be verified by their name. Yep. Quote, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden... People have to stand by what they say, and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots, and then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say, and they know their pastor and their family members are going to see it. It's going to help our kids, and it's going to help our country, end quote. Ms. Haley made the comment in a response to a question from a woman identified as stephanie r democratic voter switching to gop citing quote the anti-semitism that we're seeing around the world right now end quote the woman asked miss haley quote is there a limit in your opinion to free speech what are the limits when it threatens the safety of a group of people or incites violence against them question mark end quote quote this is miss haley's response quote, we're blessed because we have free speech. Um, That's how she began. She later added that the, quote unquote, difference in this case, quote, is when you're pushing violence, quote, that's what this is. When you support Hamas, you're basically saying that you support that Israel shouldn't exist, that you support that Jewish people shouldn't exist, end quote. She argued that Russia, China, North Korea, and Iran are driving misinformation on social media before arguing for an end to the unverified use of social media. Unsurprisingly, Ms. Haley's comments came under fire from users on social media, including, no surprise here, anonymous users of the platform X. A user going by the name at US underscore churchman, argued that the candidate, quote, disregards the historical role of anonymity in American political discourse, end quote. Notably, the Federalist Papers, critical documents in the framing of the U.S. Constitution, were written by founding fathers Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, and James Madison under a collective pseudonym Publius. Others had more positive things to say about her recommendation. Uh, One, let's see, journalist Sam Eichen wrote on X, quote, I partly agree with Nikki Haley on this. Anonymous speech should definitely be allowed, but I'd love to be able to cut switch to verified real identity accounts sometimes, end quote. Anonymity online has become a hot topic and a source of debate among conservatives. Uh, Quote, most anonymous troll demons are derisive cowards, end quote. That's according to none other than psychiatrist Jordan Peterson, who wrote in response to an IM 1776 article by Mark Granza defining, I mean, sorry, defending, quote unquote, Anons. Mr. Granza's article was in response to Mr. Peterson's criticism of Elon Musk for allowing people to post anonymously on X. But that whole argument would be moot if Nikki Haley had her way her worry. What do you think?
1: I mean, even as Peterson says, you know, even if most anonymous troll demons are the there is of cowards, so what? We should always keep this option of uh, anonymity. It's like cash. I mean, think about it. step back. Look at the big picture. This is the, the, they're doing the same thing at all levels. Uh, you know, if you use cash, you have anonymity nobody knows what you did with your money um uh versus if you bought use your debit or credit card or or an NFC payment or whatever uh and the same thing is here now in social media you have the ability to be an add-on or use your real name and so they want to get rid of the you're uh they want to make sure you use your real name so you have no other option uh they want to eliminate cash so you have no other option but to make digital purchases so that they can see what you're doing uh how, what you're thinking when you're online the purchases you're making so on and so forth and uh, th- there was another clip i just came across uh, where she was on a podcast i think it's called ruthless nikki haley uh she said i want everybody's name uh and she's 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 nuts I mean it, maybe it's possible somehow they manipulate her or the, the deep state manipulates Nikki Haley into becoming the next president I wouldn't put it past them and you know she's people call her Hillary 2.0 I in some ways she can she might be, even be worse than Hillary you know Hillary's got too much baggage I kind of think um we don't have to worry about Hillary Clinton becoming president but but Nikki Haley could even be worse she's like the uh, a female version of George Bush basically and could even be worse uh you know and what is it with all of these people mainstream candidates but even alternative can- can- candidates like Vivek Ramaswamy he uh, he's been pushing the same thing the digital ID Jordan per- Jordan Peterson did a flip-flop he's pushing digital uh ID and um getting rid of anonymity I mean wh- what deals are these people making with the devil uh you know what wh- what 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 blackmail does the system have Uh, on them. I I don't know why Haley is is pushing it um, so much. But I think this is the the deep states and the military industrial complexes. One of their main principal goals is digital uh, ID. That is what I think what, what Huxley refers to as the final revolution. What do you think, Ruckus?
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm almost at the point now. It's like, how many different ways from now till Sunday do they do they want an excuse to do all this? Right? It's, it's just, it's the same story. It's the same end goal. It's the same push. But it's always a different, you know, instigating factor. There's always a new excuse for, for wanting to put everybody on this digital ID stuff. You know what I mean? So, you know, I guess pick your it's not even pick your poison it's the same poison it's just being put in a different wrapper every time Higuari. I came across a funny meme today uh
1: and it says you got to <laughs> you got two choices here uh, the, uh they're referring to Canada the population signs the made forms voluntarily or it gets the death camps <laughs> so which one you want sign the made form and we're gonna uh, euthanize you or we're going to send you to the camps <laughs> pick your pick your poison um but you know I did I uh, I did quote tweet that clip of Haley and I said forget Gavin Newsom Nikki Haley is the new American psycho and I I got quote tweeted by Santiago Capital uh Brent Johnson famous investor two hundred fifty nine thousand followers he says they are all psychos no need to discriminate by party uh and I think he went up me i think he is he is correct uh there well thanks for that rockus let's hold off for as long as we can uh, on this digital id mark of the beast uh, thingy we got terry wolf um coming up phone lines are open we'll be right back You should hear what Greg Maybury is talking about.
3: We talk of an impending third world war reaching fever at the pitch, perhaps it's time for us all to come to terms with some little known history regarding the causes of the first two. Our past is not quite as cut and dried as our history books would have us all believe, which is an understatement of epic dimensions. I know this because I used to teach history, although I wasn't aware of it at the time. I now know pretty much well everything that I ever taught my students about both wars was a distortion of the... the truth at best, if not an outright lie, via omission of inconvenient facts and realities. And the historical record was compiled to distort the truth, thereby keeping it hidden from future generations, and I might add there too from perhaps future history teachers like myself and those to come. The bottom line is that the great powers that be, past and present, do not want the critical masses discovering who the really bad guys were or are, what motivated them to instigate these wars, and how they were able to pull it all off without people smelling a rat this so uh, they could do it all over again when they deemed the occasion demanding it and it now seems like that occasion has arrived again the no-fly
0: zone with greg maybury on today's news talk tnt radio
2: take us back in time and who was mike flynn he was
5: the national security advisor to the president.
0: Why is it that they go after me so hard? and Why me? Why does Barack Obama only talk about two people to the incoming president of the United States? When I was sentenced, the judge says, you have been convicted of lying to cover up for Donald Trump. To which I say, cover up what? Russian collusion? There was no Russian collusion to cover up. We see in today's current uh, scenario with President Joe Biden who came in with high expectations that he has been viewed as divisive. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom.
3: The liberal media say, well, this is his love for his son and yes, he's going to protect his son. But let me tell you, a lot of fathers love their sons, but their sons had to go to jail when they broke the law.
0: This moment, people see a lot of those telltale signs of a far left drift
3: to the country. Whether you're talking about socialism, or you're talking about communism. Socialism is just a kinder cousin of communism. But the goal is the same, for the state to have control of every aspect of your life. We had multiple hearings
0: on different agencies that have actually just gone rogue. They took fewer men in the takedown of El Chapo than they did to arrest me. And Comey went back to his organization and brought his other thugs together to basically give them the ground rules okay here's how we're gonna here's what we're gonna do and give now i need some ideas about how to execute this
3: these last four years we need basically an exorcism in washington
0: dc when you know satan is tempting jesus in the desert i'll i'll give you all the riches of the world i'll give you everything all you have to do is bow to me that's what barack obama has done that's what jim comey
5: has done that's what these bastards have done
6: the fall of deceit at salem ladies and
1: gentlemen today's news
6: talk news and
4: information
1: tnt radio all right, returning to the broadcast is our man in Manitoba coming to us from FEMA Region 11 in the Canadian sector of the North American Union, Terry Wolf. That's Wolf with an E W O L F E. His website, Wolfpox.com, uh, Winter He's been uh, literally, we're not exaggerating when we say he's been seen by millions on TikTok, but then TikTok uh, deplatformed him uh he's, he's back on Tiktok he canceled his X account because he doesn't want to participate in the uh beast in the budding beast system how are you doing Terry
5: doing pretty good thanks for having me back on um yeah I did uh, quit X and uh as I understand it he's moving forward with different attempts to monetize that turn it into the everything app so I don't regret getting rid of it I feel a little bit less in the Loop but uh you know you can just actually still go and visit websites and have rss feeds and things like that so i feel like i still get my news
1: yeah and you know i, I use telegram a lot and in fact I, i'm uh a bit i'm starting to read more books uh, again so i am also a little bit uh less in the loop so um and you know maybe to get your thoughts regarding what's going on uh, i i see you mentioned to me um the whole san francisco thing which is ridiculous and and there was a great quote uh, on that as well uh, i know i just quoted uh john rob but he said something good on that as well so they cleaned up san francisco uh and uh newsome gruesome Newsom, admitted th- that they did it uh but john rob uh, he's come out and said he calls this the hollow state how our states now are they're becoming hollow hollow men Uh, And he says regarding this incident that it's not that they can't fix these problems, it's that they won't. And you have news coming out right in our face and saying, he said, I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all these fancy leaders are coming into town. That's true because it's true. I mean, that's why I call him American Psycho. He's literally a psychopath literally a narcissistic sociopathic psychopath whatever that's how they speak they have no empathy they're like yeah we do it and you know we could solve the homeless problem but we don't want to uh you know your thoughts on this yeah
5: I find the story itself interesting because it's just like why why would you do this for President Xi you know and like would they do this for any other world leader or is there something special about him because I've heard so many things about the connection between China and San Francisco going back almost 100 years. There's, you know, China owns a lot of the ports and uh, there, there's a lot of financial weirdness going on there that uh, I remember uh, Leo Zagami talked about it, actually, uh, who you've had on the program a bunch of times. He wrote about it in one of his books. That's where I first found out about it. And then the other thing I was thinking is, is that this really seems like a microcosm of almost every problem in America that and in you know the North America and in the world in general is that if they really wanted to fix these problems they would just do it they could do it they have the manpower they have the regulations um you know in this case you, you law enforcement was probably itching to do this already you know to clean up the streets because that's why they signed up to join the force and stuff but they're always being held back they're always these these weak legal arguments and things like that and then now suddenly they can just do it. And I saw an article from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, It's an opinion piece. It's called San Francisco cleans up for G, Why not for thee? The city's mayor claims she wants the real story told about the progressive paradise. And so the 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 mayor is claiming that this was the reality the whole time and that they were just being smeared, you know, as being a dirty city with all these. So. You know, she's now because they quickly cleaned it up, is trying to to turn this into a story about how look, when you actually come and visit, everything is clean, but you know, you just have these rumors that it's like we live in the age of social media. Everyone's got a smartphone. We all know that the daily reality was completely different. So again, you've got this uh yeah, you, you have to throw in a psyop right away. They have to try to gaslight you every when they do something like this. Oh, it was clean the whole time. So I think it's a microcosm. Uh, I think it's very interesting if this can happen once in one place, it could happen all over the place. I think uh, Texas is now famous for its tent cities and things like that. Um, yeah, that, that that to me is a very interesting story.
1: And, you know, I've been told that here in Mexico um, that uh, the cartels, of course, the, the government works with the cartels. And when you think government, you know, it's different agencies that make up the government and the workers in those agencies and they have a lot of surveillance capability, like the Mexican government can go into your into my bank account, see how much I have there. Um, they've got Pegasus. They've got all sorts of stuff uh, that they could tomorrow put the cartels out of business. Literally, they've got that capacity, but the yeah. Mexican government won't. They won't do it. Just like Newsom in California won't solve uh, all the problems that we the people need solved. They won't do well, it. The CIA they <laughs>
5: The CIA would also step in at that point if they tried to get rid of the cartels. Let's be honest.
1: Again, there's it's it's a one big party. It's, you know, complicated relationships. But um, our governments are insane. Uh, Real quick, uh, we're going to jump to our headlines. The conversation continues. You guys are awful positive
6: today for what we're witnessing. It's that division that they want to push. Now,
0: TNT
4: Radio News.
5: For TNT Radio News, this is James O'Neill. The Israeli military shared video and photographs on Monday showing what it said were weapons stored by the Hamas terrorist group in the basement of a children's hospital in Gaza, where it also said hostages appear to have been held. A Canadian peace activist believed to have been taken hostage during the Hamas attack in Israel five weeks ago is dead, her son says. Vivian Silver's son, Chen Ziegen, says Israeli authorities told him the remains of the 74-year-old woman had earlier been found in the kibbutz where
4: she lived, but were only identified now.
0: We wear the PPE and wade through the muck so you don't have to. Never miss our thought-provoking take on the latest news and current affairs. Take TNT Radio wherever you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio, or download the TNT Radio app for free from the App Store
1: or Google Play. Today's News Talk. This is tnt radio we're back with terry wolf of wolfpox.com and you were looking at something terry about reebok rebranding in russia
5: yeah this was kind of funny i saw a tiktok account that went to actually you know to russia to go and use american dollars to try to buy stuff in russia see how their economy is doing after all these boycotts and uh, you know, all these companies pulled out of Russia and said, we're never doing business with Russia again because of the Ukraine war. And what they found is they went to these huge shopping malls that they have in Russia and they were way busier than most American shopping malls. And then they would go to these stores and they'd say, well, this used to be like a Reebok. And now it was called something like sneaker box or something like that. it's no longer called Reebok. But as soon as you go in the door, all of the products are Reebok and they still have the tags on them they're still like official reebok products and the staff are all wearing like they're not wearing reebok stuff anymore and what they found when they were talking to the people there talking to the owner the manager and stuff of like that is that reebok technically on paper uh shut down the store and left but now they just sell their products to a turkey company a turkish company the Turkish company then ships all of it to the exact same store for the exact same price and they just relabel it. And so they can get away with saying that they're no longer doing business in Russia, but they make the exact same amount of money, if not a little bit more, because they're you know, they're they're now it's basically like a banned commodity or like the I don't know. And then they said that the same thing, I forget what the other one was. I don't know if it was Levi's or a different one, but it was more like a Um, it it was very similar. It was also a clothing brand, American clothing brand that um, had done the same thing. And they actually had a sign on the front of the store that, that, you know, there's no context for it, but everyone understands that the, the slogan of that store was just, it's the same. That was the slogan of the store. It's called, it's the same. So it's like, they're hinting at the fact that, come to our store i know it's not called that anymore it's not a levi's anymore but it's the same product and they all again they have the same tags the staff are still wearing like reebok clothing but they just their official like badges are different and so i found that very funny because who knows how much of that kind of stuff is going on um with these supposed boycotts in russia these people don't actually want to lose that business they just want the pr to change it kind of reminds me of like cleaning up the san francisco streets and you know putting on a nice show for 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 the public for the media and then not actually you know being serious behind the scenes or uh lying about it after the fact and, and trying to gaslight people so um that was just a funny thing you can uh i don't know I, I have to find an actual news story i would love to find a news story that backs it up but i just saw it on TikTok and the guy was showing it with his own camera like some some citizen journalism so i thought that was funny
1: I I hope uh in the social credit system when when you and I are sanctioned that we will be able still to do uh find such loopholes and and ways to continue surviving in the black and gray markets we've got our 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 frequent caller or our frequent frequent flyer here on TNT Joe on the line what's happening Joe Hey
2: guys, just a quick world war three update here from San Diego. I was walking on the beach in Coronado about an hour ago and that's where they filmed top gun two at a North Island air station there at Coronado. And I saw a, not a massive carrier, but something that was carrying probably a medium size maybe, maybe like a helicopter carrier taken off. So, you know, maybe just for training, maybe out to the red sea or Mediterranean. So I just witnessed that myself. Um, but my main thing is I wanted to call uh, two separate, almost in the same day, videos on YouTube. I, there was a Brian Berletic, and then Terry, you might know this guy, Jay Martin out of Squamish, has a really good uh, financial stuff usually, but with all the things going on, he's having some geopolitical he had a good geopolitical analyst on and they both mentioned that the Philippines are going to be used like a battering ram against China, how the, the empire used Ukraine against Russia. And, uh, I, I was actually thinking about moving to the Philippines cause you know, a lot of positives cheap, you know, the girls like gringos and uh, they speak English and all that stuff. But, uh, now the, what do you guys think? Do you see the Philippines kind of really going down, uh, being one of the empire's proxies here with the, uh, kind of kind
1: of right in the underbelly of China there I mean we we were discussing this yesterday um yeah I mean Philippines is fully on board of fully a vassal of NATO whatever you know the Pentagon they're being integrated uh into the Asian NATO basically they're making uh this deal now with Japan so they can now swap uh militaries if need be on each other's uh the countries and it's it's you know it's full on the Asian NATO now Philippines Japan South Korea um you know sometimes these folks like Brian uh Berletich as I'll call him um you know they they might hype stuff up I don't know if they'd exactly use them as a battering Ram but uh yeah I personally probably wouldn't go to to Philippines uh because of you know in in my estimation I think we might see another front opening up in Asia I'd rather be somewhere like Uruguay Paraguay um Panama Mexico any thoughts Terry
5: I mean uh I, I find it very likely that they will try something like that in reality the execution is always the I feel like is the key uh, whether the people actually have the willpower um you know you can, you can have a large force that theoretically would do the job, but um, how well are they trained? You know, it's like, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend moving there, but I mean, the Filipinos, I think are, are great people. I, I know a lot of them uh, where I live. And um, so culturally, I'm sure it would be normally a a pretty decent choice, but um, yeah, I wonder where in the world you could actually go right now to, uh, live comfortably cheaply and also not be dragged into proxy wars
1: any other thought joe
2: well uh I'm, I've, I've been looking at how have you guys noticed how rapidly vietnam has been developing i'm a kind of a google maps geek you know looking at the satellite images and their coastline is just adding you know tons of golf courses resorts condo towers i mean Vietnam is really, really booming, and they also have a nice city up at higher elevation that's not too hot called Dalat, where the French used to go to go to a nice, cool area. And they're kind of so buddy-buddy with China that they might not really be in a direct war path. You know, they might kind of get left, even though they're close, attached to China, they might kind of get left alone, and their English is getting pretty good, great, cheap, cheap cost of living. What, what do you guys think about Vietnam?
1: I think that'd be a better option. I know someone in Vietnam and everything you say, I mean it's on the up and up economically. Um and maybe statistically you'd think, you know, we already did Vietnam once. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe that w- could sign- mean that, you know, the US wouldn't go back to Vietnam in in World War 3. So, uh, yeah, Vietnam seems like a better option.
5: Yeah, I'll have to skip on that one. I I can't claim to know anything about modern Vietnam. Uh, That that sounds fascinating to me that uh, people are are considering that and that it may have uh, changed its colors and become a place where, you know, an English speaking person from America could just show up to and uh, and get by. I mean, that's that's kind of a cool idea. So, you know, follow up later if you ever go there and tell us what it's
1: like. Yeah, started traveling. Yeah, will
2: do, Terry. Yeah, just just put in... uh... Yeah, Terry, just go to YouTube and put in, like, Da Nang expats, and you'll see tons of videos of people living in Da Nang and what it's like and all of that. Um, Cool. Just last little point is, uh, Hervoy, you said uh, that the Mexican government could just easily shut down the cartels. I'm kind of curious on how they would do that. I mean... The cartels are so entrenched in society. And I mean, can you give a little bit more detail on how that would actually happen?
1: Well, you know, if, if they really wanted to, I've been told that pe- uh, by people who work, um, you know, there's a lot of people here that I know in Mexico, the, the, the different levels, they work in corporations or with corporations and big projects. They meet the heads of the big corporations in Mexico and banks and, and uh, you name it. And, you know, they, they tell me, you know, some of the things that they're told, uh, you know, off the record where someone told me that, um, you know, they've been told that the Mexican government has probably like many governments has this surveillance capability uh, on on the citizenry. And so that would include the cartels uh, geolocation, um, you know, um, bank accounts and all sorts of stuff, Pegasus and if the Mexican government really wanted to, they could, they know where all the cartels are. Um, they can cut them off if they wanted to, but they don't want to because they're making money with the cartels to get simple as that,
2: but what about the cartel and all their military gear? I mean, wouldn't they just go apeshit and, and try, I mean, they'd lash out pretty big time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any further. Um, answer uh for that but you know it's like in San Francisco the government can't clean up the homeless when they want to but they don't want to so
5: <laughs> I imagine yeah. you well, have to hit hey, their chain uh, of El command Salvador,
1: way, right look at Bukele El Salvador there you go there you go
2: yeah
1: yeah so <laughs> well
2: you know we'll see what happens there uh, but Hervoy, what how do you feel if the economy in the u.s collapse aren't you a little worried being in a big city in mexico don't you think it's the economy is going to get pretty bad there
1: i stopped worrying and learned to love the bomb <laughs> i i, I yeah you know, i stopped worrying and learned learned to love the <laughs> economic collapse um i just had a great podcast i posted just before joining with a serbian a popular serbian podcaster Mario Boic Mario Zna, who says I don't fear the future uh and so yeah that's just my attitude you know whatever comes come whatever may uh, my forefathers you know one great grandpa blown up in World War One, grandpa Nazi prisoner um you know uncle fighting Serbs hand-to-hand combat with you know Arnold Schwarzenegger um army knives so hey you know <laughs> What can I tell you? Ur-fascism, as Umberto Eco said, uh, eternal fascism. Every generation must deal with it.
2: Absolutely. Well, I appreciate your time, guys. Have a good evening.
1: Uh, Thanks for calling. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, I, I did want to play this clip. Uh, we'll play it after the break, um, Terry, the the one that you sent me. But um, what's going on with uh, Web 3.0, Sam Sam Bankman-Fried, I guess. he's got. A, he's going to jail for the rest of his life
5: yeah i saw headlines saying sam bankman fried is found guilty on all counts um apparently the trial was an absolute joke everybody stabbed him in the back who had been collaborating with him um his own testimony backfired big time and uh, now he's found guilty of all seven counts and he is facing a, a potential 110 years in prison i mean i guess if he lives long enough with the life extension and transhumanism he might outlive that but um you know in reality who knows like the you can get out early way early if you if you have the right friends and you do the right things in prison but 110 years is he's probably going to be there for you know we'll forget about him long before he's out so um that's kind of an interesting conclusion of that whole story I thought is that the FTX scandal people might not even remember it by now but the crypto exchange huge scam very tied in with political politicians in Ukraine used as a money laundering thing to take money that got sent to Ukraine Ukraine would put it into FTX FTX would then give back to the Democrats and this kind of stuff and uh, Maxine Waters and these different Nancy Pelosi were definitely involved so this guy's taking the fall but uh you know there was a lot more involved with this but at least he's going to jail it's kind of like a Bernie Madoff situation
1: he might get the John McAfee um Epstein treatment. So um, who knows, it's it's time for our break. Uh, people can visit uh, Terry over at wolfpox.com. He's got a number of books you can purchase, find all of his socials on TikTok and uh, Telegram. He does on occasion live streams. And uh, like Joe, feel free to call in. We'll be right back de-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective.
0: Well, our girl Greta is at it again, except she might have just hung herself with her own rope. Now, what rope is that? Well, she wants to get into political activity. She's trying to parallel what's going on with Israel and Palestine with climate change. In fact, this is exactly how they work. They try to link things together, and yet there's some people in the climate community that don't like this at all. As a matter of fact, they resent her doing that because after all, whether they're right or wrong, climate is important to them. But let me tell you what the common denominator of what people like Greta Thunberg are doing is. They don't know all the facts. She certainly does not know the history, which extends back to Abraham, by the way, of how this whole problem got going over there. She has no idea. And she certainly does not have any idea of the seven, eight, nine, in fact, probably infinite amount of counters to her climate change stance. So consequently, these people are getting these very loud voices and they're based on ignorance. And the big question is, is how can a society and how can people that need facts, confront facts, have the freedom to do so? How can they survive when the voices that are yelling and screaming the loudest are coming from ignorance. Ponder that question for a while. This is TNT climate and weather watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got.
6: Challenging the consensus and debunking the narrative. This is Viewpoint. The 9-11 terrorist attacks shocked the world and led to the so-called War on Terror. But there's another side to 9-11 which the mainstream media won't cover. For several years, more than 3,000 qualified professionals at Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth have demanded a proper investigation into 9-11. A genuine investigation into 9-11 would consider evidence that the World Trade Center towers were rigged for controlled demolitions. This includes the third building that collapsed on that fateful day, Building 7 the 47-story skyscraper, which dropped in under 7 seconds, yet no plane crashed into it. This is particularly troubling, as Building 7 was probably one of the most secure buildings in the USA, with the US Secret Service, Department of Defense, and CIA among its tenants. Who would have access to rig a controlled demolition? TNT Radio will cover this story to find the actual perpetrators of the 9-11 attacks.
1: For Voye Morich on today's News Talk Radio TNT. It's our final segment with Terry Wolf, Wolfpox.com. And Terry, I wanted to pay, play this clip that you uh, sent me about uh, a, a guy claiming to have been paid a quarter of a million dollars a year to hack power plants for the government. And uh, there, there's two points here. There's that as well as he, he um, um Provides some good, you know, life wisdom. There, there is one bad word in there, but let's go ahead and play this uh, clip.
4: I was paid
5: a quarter million dollars a year to hack power plants for the federal government when I worked for the DOE. You know what I do now? Make dramatically less money. You know what? I'm a lot happier. I'm just like a lot happier overall. You may not realize this. You're probably much younger now. Later on in your life,
6: it's all the same hamburger. Money doesn't matter as long as your bills are paid. You want to have a good day your happiness is worth more than the paycheck i could have made that money
5: i could have lived easy doing that shit, but i would be very shitty feeling every
1: day
6: don't just chase the dollar because you know what you're going to get at the end of that road a whole lot of money and not a whole lot of happiness
1: i i really just starting with the second point i was floored i think he really said uh you, you know later in life that's how i feel right now it's all the same hamburger as long as your bid bills are paid uh basically every day when I get up I want to have a good uh day uh and so that, that was really good stuff and um also the this thing where he worked for the government to hack infrastructure um I'm thinking are you thinking what I'm thinking that the government probably puts people up like that white hat hackers right uh to find the vulnerabilities and then when it comes time the government uh unleashes a false flag <laughs> probably using that vulnerability like uh you know the upcoming cyber false flag by the way right now from yesterday until tomorrow the World Economic Forum is simulating uh they're having a meeting right now to discuss the, the in their words the, the, the coming it's a sure thing the coming within the next two years the coming cyber uh, event the looming cyber event as they call it uh your thoughts Terry well, we've we've also heard them already label it the cyber pandemic
5: that, that you know they're using the trying to use the same label again so that again you could have lockdowns. Who knows what that all what kind of backup measures and and FEMA policies or anything that would activate. Um, you know, so yeah, this guy, you know, he's a former hacker, you know, a white hat that there are bounties for Companies and corporations, they will hire hackers to go and find all the vulnerabilities in their systems, presumably so they can patch them up and, and get rid of those vulnerabilities. But um, you never know if this guy was was doing this. He specifically talked about power plants. You know, when the time comes, that just also means the government has the vulnerabilities on hand. If they want to do a false flag attack, it makes perfect sense. So, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. That's why I shared it. Um, and and this idea that uh, you know that you would have a cyber pandemic that would you know to communicate with other systems um, is one of the reasons why Web 3.0 and um, this increasing smart grid, smart devices, the internet of things to me is so scary, which is one of the common themes we always talk about. So the, you usually don't hear from these kinds of guys. That's why I thought it was interesting to get some insight there that they just apparently he was getting paid very well to do that and who knows how many people are out there doing
1: it all the time and since we're sort of on this topic i had one more clip ruckus and i were discussing nikki haley recently calling uh, pushing hard for eliminating online anonymity and, and and you know pushing hard for digital id because how else would you do that except through a, a digital id using your national id I guess in a digital way to um, log on to the internet. So let's play this clip real quick by Nikki Haley.
0: When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden, people have to stand by what they say. And it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family mm-hmm. member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids, and it's going to help our country.
1: And it's going to help the DHS um shut off your bank account and put you on a no-fly list when you say something that they don't like when uh uh when you say something Mayorkas doesn't like well what do you think of this Terry
5: the first thing that hits me is just I cannot believe that she would say that's the first thing she would do like the first thing is to just hit social media and control speech like it's for me of all the problems America has financially the borders um you know internationally social media control is her number one concern i i don't even know i would love to see polls of whether anyone resonates with that like even like concerned you know grandmothers or and does anyone share that sentiment that that's a a major problem or is that specifically just a elite um class you know problem of you know the the oprah winfrey's and the politicians of the world who don't like people talking about them Um, so that's bizarre to me. And then, uh, this reminds me of Jordan Peterson has been talking about the same thing for months now about how, um, anonymity online is the great evil and that you need to have full transparency and accountability. And, uh, so you have people in the alternative media who are usually these free speech champions also saying the same thing. And it, I mean, personally, I've had my real name out there on the internet for, you know, since 2000 four or five, something like that. I've been fully transparent because I believe that sooner or later we will all be exposed. And I want to put my views out there ahead of the curve and say what I really believe so that if somebody accuses me of something, I can go back, you know, a decade and say, no, look, I was saying the opposite, um, you know, and, and be transparent just as my own policy, but absolutely free speech, big priority. I can't believe she would say that was her number one concern going in that she would try to
1: destroy uh internet anonymity and you yeah, would need a digital ID yeah yeah uh and and uh just one more tech item before uh if we get time uh, moving on to the green world uh order but um for now as I mentioned earlier the EU rejected uh client side scanning uh you know they wanted to force um tech companies like if, if you use Signal or WhatsApp, any messenger app, um, basically, you know, any email provider in the EU and, you know, perhaps globally, they would force these software companies to um, put uh, on the app, the the ability to allow Brussels to, you know, log in to see what all of your messages from Brussels, right? Or read all, all of your emails, right? Um, and that was yeah. stopped today for now. But, you know, just that idea, that desire is on its face insane. And I don't care what pretext they want to use. They're talking about child pornography. It's it's a lie. You know, there's no way you should be allowed to read people's private emails. It's like letters reading, uh, you know, the, the Postal Service uh, giving. Uh, that's uh, The Soviet Union did that you know that's what communist countries do but uh you know thoughts on this
5: yeah I mean it's a small victory and who knows how long it lasts but EU has had some really good policies in regards to um, trying to protect people's digital rights sometimes and then you see other times they're trying to go exactly the opposite I'm glad to see it I don't know what it is in their culture that uh that allows them to actually hit big tech a little bit harder maybe it's because they're not based out of Europe as much and so they're not as protective of it they're you know in America they're basically run by DARPA and the CIA so they always kind of get a free pass I feel like but um yeah
1: it's nice to see two and a half minutes left you also had some green world order news
5: well I can't know. I don't know if we could call it news but I found a little treasure trove of quotes that um to me were amazing Um, You know, we, I try to warn people about this. Climate is only becoming more and more important. And so I found a link to uh, it's, it's a a blog called, it's a WordPress called redneckusa.wordpress.com. It's not even a new article, but um, I saw it because of a different article that linked to it. Stuff like Maurice Strong, a senior advisor to Kofi Annan, UN secretary general, um, who This is a quote that stood out to me. We may get to the point where the only way of saving the world will be for industrial civilization to collapse. Isn't it our job to bring that about? You know, just what we've been talking about, destroying industrialized civilization. Here's another one from the Club of Rome in searching for a new enemy to unite us. We came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, famine and the like would fit the bill. All these dangers are caused by human intervention, and thus, the real enemy is humanity itself. Believe humanity requires a common motivation, namely a common adversary, in order to realize world government. It does not matter if this enemy is a real one or invented for the purpose. And then one last one, we have got to ride the global warming issue. Even if the theory of global warming is wrong, we will be doing the right thing in terms of economic policy and environmental policy there's just there's like a dozen more actually more than like two dozen more amazing quotes on this redneck USA blog
1: yeah and I'm reading this book um called the building the city of man outlines of a world civilization by Walter Warren Wagar who actually he's a huge fan of HG Wells and actually looks like him and he's saying the same thing that Maurice strong said uh, in his book from 1971 collapse the de- depopulate collapse industry bring in world government these these people are nuts uh, all right terry we are out of time thank you for joining me again wolf uh give us uh your your website again
5: wolfpox.com and uh, if you don't want to use it an actual regular website go to winterchristian.substack.com
1: all right catch up with you next week i'll be right back after the break